Patchwork Heart Ministry and Fiat Ministry Network invite you to discover your mission. A brand new in-depth monthly video series featuring engaging Catholic speakers who will challenge you to live your life abundantly. For only $25 a month, you will receive a personal monthly mission, including three full-length inspirational talks that build upon a new theme each month. Sign up for the Discover Your Mission tier at patreon.com slash patchworkheartministry today. Welcome to another edition of, of Hungry for More. Uh, I'm your host, Al Smith, Pipe Padre, and um, thank you for joining us for another week, another episode. And, um, you know, many of you who have been following me for the last few weeks know that I've been having a number of the speakers from the Immortal Combat Men's Conference appear on my show. And, um, of course, uh, you've been very enthusiastic in watching these programs. Uh, we had Father Calloway on last week, and uh, 3,000 of you uh, tuned in and watched that broadcast. And uh, a day earlier in the week, we had Sam Guzman from A Catholic Gentleman on the program, and uh, close to 4,000 people have watched that episode. And so uh, thank you for uh, your generosity. Um, you have to spend time with us, and you're interested in what we're offering, and so we appreciate that, and uh, we thank you for joining us again this week. Now, uh, the Immortal Combat Men's Conference, I was blessed to give three presentations over a three-day period, and um, again, hopefully, again, the good Lord used me uh, in a fashion that uh, hopefully brought men closer to Christ, and I think that's what we do when we attend these men's conferences. We uh, go to uh, receive some wisdom from the speakers and, uh, of course, have a sense of brotherhood, uh, a sense of fellowship. And uh, I know that was achieved uh, over the last three days during this conference. Even though we're in this, um, oh, I guess, uh, digital world, I mean, there's nothing like uh, going to an actual physical conference where there's 300 men, 400 men, uh, in the same room, uh, of course, uh, meeting new friends, talking about uh, the presentations, having a good meal together. Uh, nothing beats that. But uh, unfortunately, I think we're kind of stuck with this digital age. It's kind of uh, things have evolved. But um, I guess it's here to stay for a little while until, um, I guess, the storm blows over. And so um, I think many of us are starting to get accustomed to this. Um, you know, I always think, you know, what am I going to get if I sign up for this conference or sign up for that conference? And I think I had to, um, you know, kind of do a bit of a gut check um, over the last couple of weeks with my uh, decisions of, you know, where do I want to spend my time? Where do I want to spend my money? And many of you might feel the same way. You're kind of saying, yeah, every week there's some type of digital conference. Every week there's another uh, you know, apostolic work that's popping up saying, you know, support our new ministry, support us. Uh, we want to preach the gospel. Please get behind our mission. And um, again, the requests are being made because for many, um, I want to say presenters, uh, their livelihood was made through these conferences, uh, through these events. And um, that's all been canceled for many of them. Um, I know myself personally, uh, all of my events, all the parish missions I had booked, all the reflections I was to give, um, you know, for pretty well like a five month span and almost every weekend I had an event, all canceled. So um, I guess I'm getting used to the uh, idea that uh, this is the way we're gonna communicate for the next little while. So um, God willing, we'll be hopefully 
able to share the gospel with you that is, um, I guess, in bite-sized pieces that you can handle. And I think that's one thing my father taught me. Keep it simple. <laughs> Keep it simple. Uh, and we've heard that um, you know, phrase so many times. And uh, the beauty of Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen, and of course, you know, he is my go-to guy. He's the saint that I love to uh, recommend. And I say saint in that I still believe that uh, somehow he is a saint. Uh, uh, even the church hasn't officially declared him a saint uh, yet. I think many of us would agree he is a saint uh, in our hearts. And so I will continue to share Archbishop Sheen with the world. And um, uh, this is what I did uh, during my three presentations at the Immortal Combat Men's Conference. Um, I guess the most popular talk uh, that uh, the men said was the talk I gave that was entitled, at the foot of the cross, where are all the men? And um, just the talk alone, the title got them thinking because I think a lot of us say, you know, where are the men these days? Um, you know, you go to church, the men are missing in action. In society, we always say, where are those male role models for the young men? Uh, where are those heroes? And uh, so it's a, it's a very valid question. And that question was asked 2,000 years ago, at the foot of the cross, where were all the men? Of course, there was St. Mary Magdalene, the Blessed Virgin Mary, the other women, and then there was St. John. But where was Peter? Where was Andrew? Where were the other apostles? They were missing in action. And so I tried to bring to the attention of the men that uh, a lot of times we're missing in action because we're, I guess, I say, preoccupied with sin. Sin actually uh, disables us sometimes. We may not feel as worthy to take our position. And so I spend time sharing Archbishop Sheen's Seven Deadly Sin Talk. The whole idea that the seven last words that our Lord spoke from the cross is the remedy to the seven deadly sins. The beautiful connection between the words, Father, forgive them, they know not what they do, to combat the sin of anger. I think if we could just meditate on that, uh, sometimes again, anger gets the best of us. But to think of those words from our Lord, Father, forgive, for they know not what they do. For the sin of envy, he says, this day you'll be with me in paradise. For the sin of lust, he makes a proposal to us to behold your mother. And she is truly God's gift to us. And uh, many people, of course, uh, love the title of our Blessed Virgin Mary, Refuge of Sinners. And if Mary Magdalene was with her at the foot of the cross, she truly knew that Mary was the refuge for her a redeemed prostitute, and for anyone who is struggling with impurity. For the sin of pride, he says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And for the sin of gluttony, he offers as a remedy the words, I thirst. Uh, we're gluttonous about so many things, food, drink, sports, uh, excessive television, internet use. Um, we have many gods before us, it seems, yet our Lord is saying, I thirst for time with you. Um, again, the proposal is made, and we have to say, what is our response? So again, the sin of gluttony, that great remedy, I thirst. The sin of laziness, our Lord says, it is finished. He completed his mission, and he looks to us to say, I'm asking you to complete your mission too, to stay busy, to work out your salvation in fear and trembling. And lastly, the sin of greed, he says, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. He offers up that um, holy example for us to give God our holy will. We're very possessive sometimes of our time, talent, and treasure, and yet our Lord leads by example. And then he says, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. He gave him his most treasured possession, and that was his will. And we need to do the same. So that talk, of course, was the 
most popular of the three talks I gave. And uh, I think it's just a gentle reminder that Sheen uh, says to us, you know, you have to keep working on becoming holy, root out the sin in your life. And if you need a program, the seven last words is the program. It really is. And I can't stress that enough. I say to people all the time, um, you know, in business, we always say, if you um, fail to have a plan, then plan to fail. And sometimes in the spiritual life, again, we have to say, why am I not making any progress? Why am I struggling? Well, do you have a plan? Do you have a plan in place, a rule of life? And uh, many of the men talked about that. They talked about having a rule of life. And uh, again, that was food for thought, food for thought for a lot of us, because we have to admit that to say, yeah, I really don't have a plan. I'm just kind of hoping that God fills in the gaps, that somehow I can, you know, put together a good um, string of good days where I say my prayers, you know, uh, you know, be a good person. I always hear that, be a good person, right? But uh, again, I think we just can't take it, uh, put it to chance. We have to start to realize, no, I need a plan. I need a plan. I need a rule of life. And so the seven last words is a great, um, you know, uh, I like to say remedy for sin, but also something to really um, ponder each day. Um, I've said so many times, and I think I got one here on my desk, um, put a crucifix in your life and uh, meditate each day on God's love for you. Uh, I always remember I went to a parish mission one time. There was a holy Italian priest. He was a passionist father. And uh, he held up his crucifix and he said, now I got to ask you a question. How many of you take the time each day to look at the crucifix? And I want you to be honest, how many of you each day take your crucifix, kiss your crucifix and say, thank you, Jesus, for dying for me? How many of you kiss the crucifix and truly say, thank you, Jesus, for dying for me? Well, there was silence in the house. Yes, many people kiss their little crucifixes on their rosary, but sometimes they're just doing that out of habit. But how many of you spend time with a crucifix, look at the Lord tenderly, and say, thank you, Jesus, for dying for me? Ah, and this is what Fulton Sheen recommended, sir, so many years. Put a crucifix in your life. It will change you. It will change you. Because... You know, when you look at a crucifix, you realize, I had something to do with this. It was my sin that put our Lord on the cross. And so, um, again, you have to own up to that. You have to accept that. And of course, realize that the Blessed Virgin Mary is at the foot of the cross, and our sin cost her also. Yes, it cost our Lord his life but it also cost our Blessed Mother a great deal of sorrow. She is the sorrowful and immaculate mother. And so we have to remember, we caused her some grief. We caused her some suffering because it was our sin that put our Lord on the cross. And so I gave a reflection about getting right with Mary and getting Mary right. And I say to the men at the conference, have you ever kind of gone to Our Lady, Our Blessed Mother, and apologized to her? Because I don't think we always think about how we made her suffer, how we wounded her heart. And uh, I think when you realize that, and you can come to the Blessed Virgin Mary and reconcile with her, you'll find that your relationship with her, with her will improve greatly. And uh, I know it has in my life. I spent uh, time many years ago kind of um, getting right with Mary, getting right with Mary. And things improve greatly. So uh, when you're right with your mother, life is good. Life is good. And so there was that talk, and there was the third talk I gave, uh, simply entitled Priest, Prophet, and King, Take Your Position. And, uh, you know, I think what a lot of men uh, struggle with a lot of times is they're trying they're struggling with their identity their purpose they 
you know, want to, um, you know, be successful in what they do. But, uh, you know, what is true success? What is true success? Well, ultimately, true success is getting to heaven. And uh, that is our goal for all of us. I always remember heaven is built on a hill. And Fulton Sheen said that many times. And so we have to climb. It's going to take some work. But uh, for us to be successful, you know, in this life, hopefully it is to save our souls and to get into heaven, not to have a six-figure salary, not to be the most popular person on radio or television, uh, but to get to heaven. And uh, for many men, um, they forget that when they were baptized, the priest or the deacon anointed them with oil and commissioned them to become priest, prophet, and king in the image of Christ, who, of course, live these beautiful, I want to call them spiritual offices of priest. Of course, he was the high priest, the priest and victim. He was, again, the prophet of all prophets, proclaiming the kingdom. And of course, he was king. He was king. So we're called to imitate Christ and to live our lives through him. And so this baptismal calling of becoming priest, prophet, and king um, is something that uh, we've heard of, but how many people remind us that, yes, you're called to take those positions of those three spiritual offices of priest, prophet, and king. And so I gave the men a few pointers about how to become more priestly. Uh, I recommend the book that Archbishop Sheen wrote many years ago called The Priest is Not His Own, uh, because deep down, I think uh, there's been many surveys done uh, with men, and they ask them a lot of times, you know, when you were younger, did you ever feel like you had a calling to the priesthood? And uh, always these studies would show that 30 to 50% of all men have what they feel is somewhat of a call to the priesthood. And uh, so many of us, of course, it's, are wired for this. And we're all called to be priestly, especially more priestly today, because uh, we I know that fatherhood is in a crisis and uh, we're looking for men to take their position as priests. And uh, fathers are, of course, encouraged to bless their children, to lead their family in prayer, to, um, of course, impart the faith to their children, teach them catechism, that's the man's job, <laughs> Again, not the lady's job. I mean, the ladies do help, and in many cases, they have to do the work because the man has abandoned his position. But still, men, you're called to be the priest of your home. So uh, I just say, you know, if you need a manual, if you need some help, Archbishop Sheen trained up so many priests, uh, we can use the same lesson plan that he used to train up um you know, the diocesan priest, the religious priest, and use his manual to uh, help us to become the domestic priest that God has called us to be. And I use that term domestic priest because maybe you can identify with it. We talk about the domestic church. Um, so again, a few pointers about how to become more priestly and to remind yourself, remember, your priest. And my good wife, reminded me for 35 years and still reminds me every day, hey, priest, prophet, and king, you know, take your position. And of course, uh, being a prophet, uh, we need to study the word of God so we can share the word of God with our friends and family. Uh, you can't give what you don't have. So to share the word of God, you have to read the word of God and uh, take it to memory in your mind. But of course, uh, live it in your hearts. And the uh, part of the, but the king, becoming the king, I talk about being a warrior king, a king who defends and a king who, of course, has a, a, what I call a court of royal advisors. You know, the king always had his trusted um, uh, team. I want to say that, of course. And uh, we have a trusted team that uh, we should go to, um, us men who are aspiring to be uh, good kings. Of course, I always think of the saints. Um, you know, I always think, show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. You know, are you making the saints your friends? And uh, there was a saint many years ago. He's a blessed, I should say. Blessed Francis Xavier Silos. And um, 
Uh, many Americans know of the saint, and uh, he uh, had a discipline that he uh, would invite everyone to adopt a saint every month. And so uh, he'd say, okay, this month adopt St. John Bosco and read everything you can about St. John Bosco, uh, talk to him each day, develop a friendship with him. And at the end of the month, you'll know who St. John Bosco is. And you'll almost be to the point where you say, I consider him a friend. And do that every month, you know, maybe St. Francis the next month, another saint the other month. And at the end of the year, you'll have 12 good friends. And try to do that for five or 10 years. Then all of a sudden you've got hundreds of friends, but they're good friends. So show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. If you're trying to be a good king and you have the saints advising you, you're in good shape. And of course, there's the intercessory power of the holy souls in purgatory. Uh, I always remember um, uh, one of the saints uh, uh, said so many years ago, they asked the saint, and it'll come to me in a second, I think it was called um, St. Catherine of Bologna. And St. Catherine uh, was responding to a question that someone asked her and said, um, you know, when you pray, um, who do you pray to and can you give us some advice? And she said, listen, when I pray to the saints, they sometimes bat about 500, you know. Uh, sometimes they do fulfill a request, sometimes they don't. So it's not always 100% guaranteed. But when I pray to the holy souls in purgatory, my prayers are always answered. And uh, so I remembered that. And uh, for years I've been praying of course, uh, for the holy souls, uh, kind of like a, I scratch your back, you scratch mine. I pray for uh, that they be released from the holy, released from purgatory, and of course that they would assist me in my life. And um, again, I think it's kind of forgotten sometimes. We don't always remember the holy souls in purgatory, uh, but they are waiting to help us. And so, I call them my secret weapon, and I ask them all the time to warn me warn me uh, again to help me prevent me from falling into sin because the holy souls in purgatory are suffering because of their sin now again they're making final reparation um, they know that heaven will happen one day but they're still uh, of course paying a debt and so i asked them to help me to avoid purgatory and warn me so keep me on the straight and narrow so again if you're trying to be uh, a king that uh, wins the battle, go to the Holy Souls in Purgatory. They'll help you a great deal. And of course, there's the church militant, which is you and me. We always need to surround ourselves with good people. And of course, the angels, uh, very necessary. Uh, I love praying to my guardian angel. And, um, you know, that prayer that we pray so often, angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love, commend me here, commend me here, <laughs> ever this day be at my side to light, to guard, to rule and guide. And uh, I usually repeat the last line of that prayer just so that my guardian angel is listening and I say, to rule and guide, to rule and guide. Because I really rely on my angel to rule and guide me and uh, keep me clear from all evil and harm. And, uh, you know, St. Padre Peel of Petrocena, um, there were stories that I read of him playing checkers uh, with his guardian angel, and he thought everybody uh, could play checkers with a guardian angel. And then he realized not everybody has a devotion uh, like he does in that relationship with his angel. Um, you know, uh, as an aside, I try to play rock, paper, scissors with my guardian angel, but, uh, and my son doesn't like it when I do it. But um, again, it's just to uh, say to my son, and of course, to remind myself that my angel is always by my side. And, uh, uh, they've got that assignment to get us to heaven. So, um, yeah, appreciate your angel. Appreciate your angel. And uh, don't waste the gift. Don't waste the gift. And so it's that idea of priest, prophet, and king. Take your position. Uh, you need a few tips here and there. And so um, that's what I did. And during the presentations, I was wearing my, my gas man uh, uniform, my work clothes, because, um, you know, I yeah, I have... I like to say costume changes in the sense that my wife always says I clean up well. Uh, but, you know, my day job is I'm a plumber. And, of course, uh, over the last 15 years, I've been, uh, you know, going to the radio station each week and 
uh, creating three different radio programs, uh, giving parish missions and reflections and, uh, you know, working with the Sheen Foundation uh, for the cause of Archbishop Sheen's beatification and hopefully one day canonization. So um, I've got uh, lots of things to do, but uh, the good Lord has blessed me. Uh, some people call me a Renaissance man, but um, I just uh, trying to become a saint, <laughs> just trying my best. All right. Uh, so the men's conference has come and gone. Now it's not, um, I want to say, gone for good. Uh, a lot of people are still uh, signing up for the conference. Um, they still um, have the doors open and um, the 27 talks that were given uh, are available for a couple of months. And so uh, you can still register for the conference and um, watch the talks at your leisure. And then um, sometime in September, uh, all of the talks will be put into an audio form and you'll be able to listen to the talks through um, you know, an MP3, an audio technology, um, as long as you wish. So yours to keep, to always go back to. And, um, you know, I think sometimes I have to ask myself and many people ask that same question of, you know, what am I going to get for $10, $25? Um, and I think we have to be, um, I guess sometimes what I say, smart shoppers, but also realize that our souls we need to invest in our souls. And sometimes I struggle with this. I, I like to call myself thrifty, <laughs> you know, not cheap, but thrifty. And, uh, you know, again, we all work hard for our money and um, we don't want to kind of throw it away per se. But um, I've realized that, yes, you need holy books in your life and you need good digital libraries. Um, again, I've got hundreds and hundreds of books behind me and I've got bookshelves to the left and bookshelves to the right. Um, and so I do have a, a really good library. And, uh, but I've been building up my digital library, you know, my uh, collection of MP3 talks, uh, a number of videos that I trust that I like to watch once in a while. And um, again, I like to say that salvation is free. You hear that all the time. Salvation is free, but sometimes the um, there's a maintenance program. <laughs> there is a and maintenance costs money, and so um, again, it's your soul. It's your soul. So I always say, pray about it, and uh, but never lose sight that I have to keep working on my soul. I have to keep working on my soul, and we just can't take it for granted. And um, you know, this is one thing that I shared over the course of the conference there was the three talks that i gave but there was lots of q a's there was lots of um, facebook live sessions and uh, so uh, every day i took to facebook live a couple times answered questions and uh, one of the questions that many of the men asked me was what is your rule of life um, did archbishop sheen give uh, some programs like a kind of a step-by-step -step way of uh, you know taking your prayer life seriously was there a formula that he gave and I said yeah there's actually uh, I say three seven-step programs that Archbishop Sheen recommended and uh, one of the viewers was quite surprised and he said wow I know there's a 12-step program but Sheen has three seven-step programs. And I said, yeah, he does. And um, these are all things that I found uh, just by reading Archbishop Sheen's many works. And um, he wrote 66 books, um, had 20 years on the radio, uh, all those years on television. And all of those radio addresses and television addresses, uh, there was transcripts made. Um, actually, uh, all the the things that went out over the air, they would put them into pamphlet forms and then send them out to people who requested them. And so I've had the good opportunity of reading many of those transcripts over the years. And I found that Archbishop Sheen, of course, was a master preacher and he loved to preach on the seven last words. And so I say to people, my favorite seven-step program is the seven last words. And uh, I've been blessed to put together two books uh, featuring 
uh, Archbishop Sheen's seven last words. And um, I think uh, Kent Kowalski, my producer, might even have those that he can bring them up on the screen. And um, I know I've always got them here on my desk, of course. Uh, the Cries of Jesus from the Cross is my copy that I read every day. I've got it well marked and, um, you know, uh, highlighted. And so, um, again, it is uh, what I call a treasury of Sheen's writings on the seven last words. And uh, there is uh, the other book that I put together with Sophia Institute Press called Lord Teach Us to Pray. And um, it too has um, uh, two of Sheen's seven last words books in this uh, book. It's got Calvary in the Mass and of course Sheen's uh, writings on the Our Father and the seven last words, along with um, you know, his beautiful meditations on the Holy Hour, Stations of the Cross, which we're encouraged to pray every day. And sometimes we uh, think that Stations of the Cross are just for Fridays during Lent. But really there is, uh, again, this, they're, they're indulgence prayers. There's all these beautiful indulgences that come by praying the Stations of the Cross. And so uh, I know I've got into the habit of praying the Stations more than just uh, during the Lenten season, uh, because it grounds you in a very beautiful way to remind you every day, Christ died, but uh, he also suffered. He suffered, he had this, um, you know, moment of, of despair and agony. We always think of, uh, again, Holy Thursday, of course, uh, instituting the Eucharist. Uh, again, saying to his disciples, you know, I'm going to be handed over. And of course, his passion. And then of course, his three hours of agony on the cross. We need to remind ourselves of that and not get caught up in the, uh, what I say, sometimes the uh, trap of only remembering the passion during Easter. Uh, we are called to be reminded of our Lord's passion every day. So praying the stations is very good. And of course, the Mass every day, as we uh, know and the Church teaches, is Calvary represented. It is, uh, again, a time for us to remember our Lord's passion, His death and resurrection, Him giving up His life for us every time we go and celebrate the Mass and receive our Lord in the Eucharist. So um, Sheen, wanted to really make it clear to all of us, don't get the seven last words wrong. Don't get it wrong in the sense that it's just not for Easter. No, it's for 365 days of the year. So uh, one of the seven step programs I recommend all the time is the seven last words. And uh, again, it's been very good for me. I, I remember, and again, I have copies of these, the original books. Um, these are the, um, the the books that I used to put together the anthology, um, you know, the Seven Words to the Cross, uh, this book from 1944, it hasn't been seen the light of day for all these years, and so we re-released it and put it into the anthology. And uh, there's three actually books in the anthology, Lord Teaches to Pray, that hadn't been seen in years. The Seven Virtues, The Seven Words to the Cross, and The Rainbow of Sorrows, and uh, so, uh, these books, these originals, uh, made their way into that anthology. So, um, I, again, I thank God for uh, allowing that to happen. And I thank Sophia Institute Press for uh, their good work. And, um, you know, I want to extend to everyone a special 30% discount. And uh, they're very generous, of course, during this, um, you know, a time of... Um, isolations and many uh, publishers have been offering discounts because people are at home and uh, have more time to do some reading. And so uh, there is a 30% discount being extended by Sophia Institute Press. And there is a promo code. It's simply, and it was uh, in um, honor of the Immortal Combat Men's Conference. And so it's those letters I M. ICMC, so ICMC 30, um, so the Immortal Combat Men Conference, 30% discount. If you use that promo code, I, <laughs> sometimes I think, but you know what I'm saying, use the promo code uh, from the Immortal Combat Men's Conference. Um, when you check out, 
you'll get that 30% discount. So on all the Archbishop Fulton, Shane, Fulton J. Sheen books, uh, Dan Burke, uh, who was also speaking at the men's conference, 30% off on his books. And everything that Sophia Institute Press sells will be 30% off if you use the promo code. And that promo code, again, is ICMC30 um, when you check out. So, again, um, kind of using my head here on this one. But um, I think we all need good libraries, as I said before, digital libraries and print libraries and video libraries. So um, please do your part there. All right, we're going to take a short break here at the uh, Fiat Ministry Network on Hungry for More. Uh, we have to, of course, uh, encourage... Uh, uh, people to sponsor us and um, uh, the fine work at uh, Patch Work Heart Ministries. And uh, so uh, come back for the second half of this week's Hungry for More show here on the Fiat Ministry Network. Patchwork Heart Ministry and Fiat Ministry Network invite you to discover your mission. A brand new in-depth monthly video series featuring engaging Catholic speakers who will challenge you to live your life abundantly. For only $25 a month, you will receive a personal monthly mission, including three full-length inspirational talks that build upon a new theme each month. Sign up for the Discover Your Mission tier at patreon.com slash patchworkheartministry today. Hey everyone, it's Anne DeSantis here to tell you about my new online TV show called Journeys in Faith. Thanks to Fiat Ministry Network and Patchwork Heart Radio, I'll be interviewing some amazing guests who'll share with all of us their journeys in faith. It's going to be great, and I can't wait for you to be introduced to some truly good people who are working hard to bring deeper faith to others. It's all about relationship with God and living out our mission as intentional disciples. Join me on Fridays, Eastern Time, for Journeys in Faith, 8.30 to 9.30. Subscribe at Fiat Ministry Network and Patchwork Heart Ministry on both Facebook and YouTube. I'll see you Friday, and have a great week. God bless. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to uh, this edition of Hungry for More. I'm your host, Al Smith, the Pipe Padre, and um, I was talking in the first half of our program about the Immortal Combat Men's Conference and uh, a little bit of the highlights from some of the talks that I gave. And, um, you know, I was blessed that uh, there was some beautiful surprises at the conference. And, um, yes, the big names were there, you know, Father Calloway, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, um, of course, uh, Father Dwight Longenecker, uh, Father Leo Patalinghug uh, from Plating Grace, um, kind of a star-studded lineup. And then there was a number of uh, lesser-known speakers, too. And um, it's amazing how sometimes uh, they are these diamonds in the roughs, these beautiful gems uh, that uh, come onto the stage, share their message, and uh, leave a powerful uh, I want to say impact on uh, the attendees of the conference. And I know for myself, uh, there was a few. And, um, you know, there was Father Dwight, of course, that um, uh, wrote the book, Immortal Combat. And so I want to thank him for uh, his generosity in putting this thing on. And, of course, uh, collaborating with smart Catholics to, to do this. And he hopes to, of course, share uh, these reflections with uh, over 130 men's groups across the country. Uh, as a package to say to the men, you know, you need a good spiritual program. And so uh, hopefully this conference, this collection of talks uh, will serve men across the country for many years to come. And uh, of course, uh, Father um, Calloway, uh, we had him on last week on the Hungry for More show. And of course, uh, that message of powerful St. Joseph, uh, we can't go wrong. And uh, we really do need St. Joseph in our lives, not just the men, but the ladies too. And uh, of course, he is uh, the universal uh, patron, uh, protector of the church. Um, again, I love his title, Terror of Demons. Um, um, Father Calloway is, um, uh, you know, I think I, I was surprised. He, he said, oh, we've sold 100,000 copies 
of the 33-day Consecration of St. Joseph book. And so I went, wow, that's impressive. But uh, the church is responding. We need St. Joseph. And of course, that beautiful word, Ita, Ita ad Joseph, you know, I still got to work on my Latin, but go to Joseph, go to Joseph. And so, um, again, there was a few uh, men there that, uh, again, I'd never heard of before, but uh, their messages were so powerful. Now, there was a young man named John Welch, and um, he runs a little uh, internet um, apostolate called Over TV. And he gave a talk that I think everybody's still talking about. And of course, it was um, all about uh, porn. And, um, you know, it's there's always got to be the one guy that speaks at a men's conference that talks about pornography. And, uh, you know, we're all listening intently because we know the world's gone crazy, that pornography is a problem for so many men and women. And uh, his talk was called, you know, uh, Pornography, the Fight of Your Life. It's the fight of your life. And we're going to have John on the show in the next few weeks, and he's going to come and give his testimony and uh, share how he's been overcoming his addiction. And sadly, his addiction started at the age of nine. And, uh, you know, he pointed to cell phones and he said, you know, parents, I know you're giving your children cell phone at a young age, but uh, you're giving them, uh, you know, uh, temptation. And uh, what comes with the phone is that ability to communicate with mom and dad, but it also has the ability to um, have pornography come onto it. So uh, be very careful, uh, especially with cell phones these days. And again, he got addicted to pornography at the age of nine. So, uh, but the good Lord has worked in his life and he's been helping thousands of people um, you know, with their addiction. So we're going to have them on. And uh, I know that, uh, again, I think a lot of people will tune in, especially to that talk. So uh, John Welch, you'll see his name a lot more in the near future. And then, of course, there was uh, T.L. Putnam. And uh, T.L., I've seen him on, um, you know, EWTN. He was on the journey of home. Uh, comes from a Methodist background. And uh, he gave a talk about success and uh, finding success in the spiritual life. And uh, he pulled out his Bible and he just gave us the straight goods. And uh, the one scripture that he quoted, he said, Jesus said to his disciples, you can do nothing without me. You can do nothing without me. And that went into my head and then went into my heart. And it was a great reminder that if you want success, remember, Jesus said, you cannot do nothing without me. We need to go to Jesus. He said, I am the vine and you're the branches. So the vine is what feeds you. Remember that. And uh, a lot of times we get caught up in saying, you know what? I can do it myself. I can do it myself. No, you need the Lord. You need the Lord. So call upon the Lord. So uh, TL's talk really was uh, for me, um, you know, uh, it was so refreshing. I just needed to hear that uh, simple scripture passage that set me straight. So uh, very good. And of course, uh, you know, I've got my notes here. Tony Vicinda um, gave a talk on the mantle of manhood. And, um, you know, he, um, of course, uh, has this beard that is just uh, so righteous. And, um, of course, he um, has uh, a company called... Um, I always have having a mental block on it now, but uh, uh, bomb, Catholic bomb. And, um, uh, you know, again, it's, uh, I'll, I'll rack myself up uh, on the side of the head after, you know, forgetting his, uh, his company. But um, again, his talk about the mantle of manhood was so special. And um, again, putting on that mantle, you think of the prophets of old. And so, um, you know, men, every day we need to put on that mantle of um, of masculinity and uh, know that we've been given this great mission. Uh, but again, it was Catholic bomb and uh, they sell all kinds of great products. And he, of course, lent his uh, hand to the conference and sponsorship of the conference. So um, again, I was very touched by his testimony. So again, the big names and some of the smaller names, but uh, 
I think every man uh, goes through the talks and there's going to be talks that appeal to some men and not to others. But uh, that's the beauty of a toolbox. Uh, all of us use different tools and um, have a different comfort level. And uh, that's the way the Holy Spirit works. He meets us where we're at. So again, very happy to uh, have been uh, part of the Immortal Combat Men's Conference. And uh, again, the site is still open. People can still enter, uh, register for the conference, uh, still enjoy the talks for a couple of months. And uh, some people think, oh, if the conference is over, did I lose my chance? I said, no, you can still visit Smart Catholics, still sign up for the conference, enjoy the talks on a replay. And uh, I see that Kent has brought up the site on the screen there. So again, Smart Catholics, again, I love the name they chose for this um, uh, apostolate. And uh, truly, uh, again, that's the business they're in of helping um, so many people, of course, um, you know, do these great events. So again, thank you to Dominic uh, for uh, that. And thank you to Father Dwight for setting that up. All right, uh, people always ask about what the follow-up is of these conferences. And, um, you know, for many of us, um, you know, we're kind of, wanting to follow some of these speakers um, well after the conference is over. I know with Father Leo Patalinghug, uh, he has a, a group called the Plating Grace Academy, and uh, he said something very powerful. He said, you know, anybody can sit in front of a computer screen and Google search stuff and get information, but how many of us get true formation? And I remember that, information or formation. And I think many people are looking for good, solid formation. And uh, this is the beauty of uh, many of these uh, Patreon um, uh, opportunities that you have. You can uh, discern of who you want to be affiliated with. We appreciate everyone who has uh, signed up with the Patchwork Heart Ministries and uh, a part of our Patreon here uh, with our partnership with Fiat Ministry and Patchwork Heart Ministries. Uh, so thank you again in advance for your continued support of our apostolate. And uh, many of the men that spoke at the conference also offer what I call a, a deep dive program or a continuing program. And uh, again, let's be honest, we need good spiritual formation formation. And even I have a, a deep dive program I've developed. Um, it's called the seven last words on everything. Uh, because I know that uh, Archbishop Sheen, of course, uh, for 58 years spoke about the seven last words. And he actually applied almost everything in life to the cross to the seven last words. And uh, so my little course, I uh, give to all the attendees the two books that I put together uh, so that everybody has the two books as their study guides. Uh, I have uh, eight lectures that I give uh, that I just journey with people. We do one lecture each week. We send you with your homework to uh, work on a certain area. And uh, throughout the week, we'll have little Facebook chats and uh, kind of have our Zoom meeting room to answer questions. Uh, but it's this a uh, long retreat I like to give people. And, uh, you know, a lot of times I give retreats and they might just be for one day or for a weekend. Uh, but when I can journey with someone for, uh, you know, eight weeks, it, uh, it really is a good experience. And so uh, it's simply called the seven last words on everything. I'll put the links uh, up on the website here today. And um, again, it's kind of my way of still connecting with people because I think uh, people who have watched me over the years, they know the joy that I've had in my life of um, having what I call a very good coach in my life, that Archbishop Sheen has shown me the way. Um, I'd like to say he has three seven-step programs that he's offered people uh, over the years. And um, again, those programs will be covered in this seven last words course. And um, you may have heard me talk about them uh, on previous shows. I talk about how in Archbishop uh, Sheen's little wartime prayer book, uh, I think I've got a copy here. Um, many people are familiar with this book. And um, this book, um, I think we've put 200,000 copies of this book into the pockets of soldiers 
all over the world. And um, again, a great spiritual companion. And um, I know I have a copy of this book in my work truck, uh, also a copy in my car, uh, just to always have with me so I can uh, take a few moments each day and read a few of the meditations. And uh, in this wartime prayer book is the seven-step program that Shane recommends to the soldiers uh, to, of course, um, become holy, to uh, truly find their place. And um, again, I'm not going to give away everything, but it's uh, contained in the wartime prayer book. And, uh, and in fact, it's actually even contained in my Lord Teach Us to Pray book because uh, most of the wartime prayer book is in this book too. Uh, people were looking for um, an easier to read version. Sometimes these little prayer books can be hard on the eyes, but, um, you know, in a bigger uh, font, uh, it's quite nice to have that. So uh, the seven-step program is in Lord Teach Us to Pray. And uh, the also the other seven-step program that Archbishop Sheen gave us is found in the Holy Hour booklet that he made many years ago. And uh, this little Holy Hour booklet, um, he distributed, I think it was 400,000 copies in a two-year period uh, where so many people wanted this Holy Hour booklet. And I've included that Holy Hour booklet in the Lord Teach Us to Pray book also. And it's a beautiful seven-step program where Sheen invites people to uh, just ponder each day uh, the seven very special mysteries. And I call them seven special mysteries because they're the mysteries that can bring us peace and um, you know, the first step is to meditate on the incarnation, to uh, each day say, God so loved the world that he came and took on human flesh, and he came into this world to die for me and for you, and we need to rejoice in that. So every day, remind yourself, the incarnation happened, and he did it because he loved me. He loved me. He loved us all. So step number one, Meditate on the Incarnation. Step number two, accept and acknowledge that Christ lives in your heart. If you're baptized, you've of course received all those graces and blessings. You became a, children of God, a child of God during your baptism. And of course, we receive the Lord every time we receive the Eucharist. And so Christ dwells in our hearts. And I don't think we rejoice enough of that. About that we we sometimes of course go through our day and even forget that Christ is in our hearts um, how many of us just walk out of church and uh, forget that we just received the Lord in Holy Communion but uh, we need to rejoice that Christ lives in us he truly does and um, that was step number two in this program first the incarnation then of course uh, rejoice that Christ lives in you now, the third step in this seven-step program is that it's a warning to remind us of the four last things. You know, death, judgment, heaven, hell. We have to realize that we can lose Jesus. And it's, 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 uh, it's real. It's real. And, you know, Archbishop Sheen wanted to sober us up every day and to warn us to remember you can lose your salvation. You can lose Christ and that you have an eternal end. There will be a judgment. And so, again, be motivated. We need some motivation. And sometimes fear can be a very good motivator. We have to have a holy fear and realize that we can lose our souls. So that's step number three. Step number four, if I can remember this correctly, is we need to develop what I call a spirit of self-denial. We have to go into this every day and say to ourselves, I'm going to have to pick up my cross and follow the Lord. We're going to have to deny ourselves. And um, again, sometimes we don't want to always pick up our cross and follow him. But that's part of the seven-step program. The next step that uh, I remember Sheen reminding us to uh, to take to heart is to give God praise every day, to truly take a few moments, morning, noon, and night, 
and hopefully all day, because we're called to give God praise unceasingly, to pray unceasingly, to praise him unceasingly. Um, but we need to get into the holy habit of praising God for everything, the good and the bad, to continue to praise God. And so that is the fifth step. And the sixth step, of course, is to um, strive to receive the Eucharist, to meditate on the Eucharist. Many of us uh, sometimes forget that our Lord is present in every tabernacle all over the world. He's waiting for our visits, and we are Eucharistic people. And if the Eucharist is the source and summit of our lives, we need to put that desire into action, to visit the Lord wherever we can, to think about him, to make spiritual communions, to think of our Lord who is a prisoner in the tabernacles, to go and visit the prisoner, the prisoner of love, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And so that is the sixth step of the seven-step program. And lastly, the seventh step is devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary, having a relationship with her, having her in your life. And um, again, if you're trying to become holy, you need Mary. You need Mary. She is the mother she is the mediatrix of all graces. Always remember that. All graces, not half of them, not a quarter of them, all graces. And uh, she's co-redemptress. I mean, these beautiful titles of the Blessed Virgin Mary, my favorite is Refuge of Sinners, because I'm a sinner. Many of us, well, we're all sinners. And so she is our refuge. And so, again, we need the Blessed Virgin Mary. So those seven steps are included uh, in the uh, booklet um, of the Holy Hour, which is included in the Lord Teaches to Pray, a Sheen Anthology. So hopefully I got all seven of those, and I want to make sure I didn't miss any of them. Um, you know, again, it's uh, I did get it right. Yeah, I have my cheat notes here. The Incarnation of Our Lord, number one. Know that Christ lives in our hearts, number two. Number three, know that we can lose the Lord and that we have a final end. Number four, the duty of self-denial. Number five, giving glory to God in all things. Of course, number six, the Eucharist. And number seven, the Blessed Virgin Mary. So uh, a beautiful seven-step program. So there's three seven-step programs that Archbishop Sheen has recommended uh, to us to follow. The Seven Last Words, the Formula of the Wartime Prayer Book, uh, and of course, uh, the formula from the Holy Hour booklet. So uh, lots there, but again, all contained in the two anthology books that I put together with the help of Sophia Institute Press. So again, that seven last words course, seven last words course that I'm going to be offering in the near future. Um, we'll put the links uh, to uh, that course here in the show notes. And um, again, you can always find me on my website, uh, simply bishopsheentoday.com. And um, again, we've had that site now for a number of years, and we actually get a million visitors every year to that site. And uh, people spend hours watching videos and listening to some of the audio recordings from my programs. And so uh, just a labor of love I've enjoyed. Uh, we try to raise some money for seminarians uh, to buy them some books, uh, to give them Fulton Sheen. Because, you know, the key to the renovation of the church and the salvation of souls is to renew the priesthood. And uh, what better way to form these young seminarians uh, in I guess, uh, a good pattern or give them a rule of life, give them Fulton Sheen. Give them Fulton Sheen's books and get Fulton Sheen into their heads so that when they preach, they'll preach like Fulton Sheen. And uh, so that's kind of our little uh, uh, apostolic outreach to uh, try to help seminarians to become good priests. Uh, so again, bishopsheentoday.com. All right. Um, Again, the hour flies by very quickly here on Hungry for More, and so uh, thank you for letting me share my heart. And uh, again, I want to thank uh, Smart Catholics and Father Dwight Longenecker and uh, everyone who uh, attended the Immortal Combat Men's Conference. 
And uh, I know there'll be more conferences in the future. And so I'd ask you to continue to pray for uh, many of these uh, fine organizations that are putting on these conferences. And, uh, you know, take some time to pray and ask God to um, give you a holy discernment of, um, you know, where to surf on the internet, where to find good spiritual formation. And as Father Leo Patalinghang had said, it's very easy for us to find information, but sometimes harder to find good formation. And so uh, hopefully again, you will find uh, a continued good and healthy formation here on the Fiat Ministry Network. Um, again, there is my show and so many others uh, carried here on the network. And of course the Patch, the Patch Work Heart Ministry Network. And so uh, again, I'm grateful for your support over the years. So everyone, uh, let's uh, end with a prayer to uh, Venerable Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. Of course, um, he is one of our patrons uh, here at the Fiat Ministry Network. And so I'll have my producer, Kent Kolhalski, bring up on the screen uh, this beautiful picture of Fulton Sheen. And so let's pray together for a spiritual favor. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Eternal Father, you alone grant us every blessing in heaven and on earth through the redemptive mission of your divine Son, Jesus Christ, and by the working of the Holy Spirit, if it be according to your will, glorify your servant, Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen, by granting the favor we now request through his prayerful intercession. And here, take a moment to offer up your intention. And we make this prayer confidently through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, everyone, for joining me this week. And uh, until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord look upon you kindly and bring you peace. We'll see you next time. God love you. Patchwork Heart Ministry and Fiat Ministry Network invite you to discover your mission. A brand new in-depth monthly video series featuring engaging Catholic speakers who will challenge you to live your life abundantly. For only $25 a month, you will receive a personal monthly mission, including three full-length inspirational talks that build upon a new theme each month. Sign up for the Discover Your Mission tier at patreon.com slash patchworkheartministry today.